Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Tenant Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everybody had an absolutely fantastic weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show Friday. We had a very intense show, went into a lot of different topics in detail, so be sure to check that out. And I've also encouraged everybody, make sure as more and more people are continuing to just get head colds and some people are just getting stuffy noses and sore throats, make sure you're hammering the C. Dad and I were just talking about that. The vitamin C with the antioxidant capsules, we have it back in stock now, and that's a really, really good formula. Whenever you start getting under the weather, you can bump that dosage up. I just want to give everybody a heads up. The capsules are back in stock on the website at healthmasters.com, so be sure to check those out. And I saw a article from the Salt Lake Tribune over the weekend that was actually quite disturbing, but also quite telling on where they're trying to take this. As we pretty much know, the narrative has collapsed all across the board now with this whole COVID thing. I mean, it, it's, it's completely collapsed if you've done any significant research and look at everything now. The CDC has now come out on Friday and said cloth masks, basically fabric masks, do not work at all for blocking COVID yet you still have mask mandates. Now the CDC is telling everybody that people need to be wearing N95 respirator masks at all times, anywhere they go, which is one of the stupidest things you can possibly do when you're reducing the body's uptake of oxygen and you're also increasing, basically, inflammation that's in the body because it can't get out the toxins and you can't get in enough oxygen when you wear those all day long. And this article from the Salt Lake Tribune Basically now, it's an editorial board article, and it goes into detail now on how they're requesting that Utah leaders start using the military to prevent anybody from being able to go anywhere if they haven't been injected with the clot shot. I kid you not, it's very disturbing. Here's where the articles said, we might have headed off Omicron with herd immunity level of vaccinations, but that would have required a vaccination mandate and our leaders refused they were told what to do and they refused to do it we're in utah a truly civilized place the governor's next move would be to find a way to mandate the kind of mass vaccination campaign we should have launched a year ago going as far to deploy the national guard to ensure people without proof of vaccination would not be allowed well to go anywhere that's what needs to be done and the fact that you're seeing this level of rhetoric that's getting more and more and more aggressive now, not that the shot doesn't work, it doesn't do anything actually except make people unbelievably sick from what we're seeing. And you're seeing this push now that's going far beyond any type of overall health or helping you stay safe. And it's turning into all, all across the board as you do what we tell you to do or you basically lose everything. And this is, again, I saw President uh, French President Macron now declared that unvaccinated public should now not be labeled as citizens. They should be labeled as non-citizens of France. The bizarre and unlawful declaration comes as the French parliament debates new legislation that would eliminate unvaccinated people from public life entirely, even if they test negative for COVID or have a natural immunity to it. And so this is beginning to get very, very dark. And that's why, again, I've encouraged everybody, continue to get the truth out there and continue to wake as many people up as you can because this whole this whole thing is starting to get way beyond out of control. I mean, we've said it already. 
if you we want this to stop, everybody has to stop complying with this. I saw a video of a guy on an airplane yesterday, and he was basically the stewardess. It was like a gay stewardess guy, and he's given a hard time about not pulling his mask up after every time he takes a sip of water. I kid you not. He, the guy starts recording it, the passenger, and he has his mask down while he's drinking water, and – the stewardess comes over and goes, you need to have your mask up right now. He goes, I'm drinking water. He goes, no, you're not drinking water. You have to put your mask back up every time you take a sip of water. So you can take a sip, put it back up, pull it back down, take a sip. And he goes, that doesn't even make sense. And the stewardess looks at him and goes, it doesn't have to make sense. It's the law and it's the rule. And he goes, it's not a law. He goes, this is just an idiotic statement that people like to make about you need to wear a mask all the time. And he's getting this big argument with him. Finally, the stewards goes, well, you can just leave the plane. And I don't know what happened at the end of the video. But this, again, shows you the level of stupidity and delusional status. When you simply go, it doesn't have to make sense. You just have to do it. That right there shows you the level of blind compliance that is starting to occur all across the world now. And it is something we cannot allow happen as Americans. We have to continue to stand up for our freedoms and rights. As I said the same thing on the Hagman Show on Friday, just because you have a right, just because we have the Bill of Rights and the amendments, doesn't mean anybody's going to listen to them if we don't enforce them ourselves. You can come up with all you want, put everything you want on a piece of paper. But if somebody comes to you and goes, well, guess what? You, we're not going to allow you to have those rights anymore. And you go, okay, that's fine. You can have the Bill of Rights. I don't need those rights anymore, which most people have done now, just handed over their rights. Nobody's going to protect them. Nobody's going to stand up for them except for us. So, again, keep up the fight, my friends. We're getting a lot of emails from on Mom's page as far as on the uh, ST Brower account. A lot of people send us updates on certain things that are happening all across the country. Thank you for that. We appreciate all the support. And what do you think, Dad? Well, the reality, Austin, is that, you know, we're in a fight, you know, for the lives and for the freedom of the United States of America. This morning I had a surgeon, a cardiologist from Sarasota, send me a text, and he goes, I cannot believe how the country has gone to crap in 12 months. But he didn't use the word crap, but I'm not going to say what he said, but that's what he said. And, you know, and he's right. It has. You know, when you put these people in power, and don't get me wrong, I'm an I'm a political agnostic. Okay, I don't believe in the Democrats or the Republican parties, but what they do is they use them against us. They continually move us further and further towards communism because both sides are controlled by the Rothschild banking cartels, and you get some senile dimwit in like Biden and that that, that hyena for a vice president. What ends up happening is you get into a situation where it just it just goes to crap really really fast. Because there's no resistance against them. But remember, Trump didn't build the border wall. Trump pushed red flag gun laws. Trump basically did not pardon anybody from January the 6th. I mean, Stuart Rhodes now is being charged with sedition. I mean, he'd go to prison for the rest of his life for this. I mean, all of this stuff is happening, and it was all done under Donald Trump, who refused to pardon anybody from January the 6th. I mean, you know, I know a lot of you guys don't like Roger Stone. I've talked to him multiple times, and I'd ask you guys a few weeks ago if you guys wanted me to bring him on the show, and I got a resounding no from that. But but the reality was is that, you know, he could have been pardoned two years earlier before he went completely and totally financially bankrupt. Trump didn't do that either. He was one of his friends. Trump is a pawn in the game to handle you and to handle me and to try to force us into compliance with his wishes and his dictates, which now include – 
the forced kill shot or taking the shot or continuing promotion of the booster shots and all the other things that he's doing because that's what they're telling him to say. He had a giant rally again in Arizona this week, probably had tens of thousands of people show up. And the sad part about it is people are still following this Kabbalist-controlled, banker-controlled, you know, weirdo. He keeps slamming Ron DeSantis. Now he's saying how dull Ron DeSantis is. Ron DeSantis never would have been governor for having for Trump's endorsement and on and on and on and on and on because he's concerned that Ron DeSantis is going to run against him in 2024, though Donald Trump has not even announced that he's going to run in 2024. You know, and again, I've talked to you guys about DeSantis at Yale and all the different fraternities he was in and all the other stuff. I don't know if he's a member of Skull and Bones or not. All I know is this. Florida is a free state. You know, he could he could run on a campaign, make America free like Florida. <laughs> he could run that campaign for 2024, and, and, and he could actually probably win the campaign. But the problem is Donald Trump is just a big mouth bully who likes to run around. And, you know, here's the thing I don't understand. You know, he wants to insult everybody. He has so many things that people can say about him. Why don't they ever do that on the debates? Why don't they ever come back and just slam him for all of the women and the porn stars and everybody else that have accused him of doing things, all the stuff that he's been involved with, all of the bankruptcies, and on and on and on and on into the debates, and just go back on him and say, hey, look, you know, you want to talk about me? Here's what, the, here's what you did. You know, how about you with Wilbur Ross back in 1989 getting, getting bought up by Rothschild, Inc.? How about you being buddies with Jeffrey Epstein and lying about it? How about you lie about everything? Why don't they come back and say that to him, but they don't? He, 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 you know, that, and that, and that's the only thing you can do with a bully. You've got to come back on him. You can't, you can't just let him keep bullying you. Yeah, I watched in those debates, you know, he's, he's bullying everybody. Everybody. Every time somebody say something, he'd bully them. And they wouldn't come back with anything else. They would just, they would allow him to bully them. And I don't understand why the Republican candidates haven't got any more hutzpah than that and why they can't come back and say something back about what he's doing and what he's saying. He's just a big bully on a schoolyard who got tens of millions of dollars and thousands and thousands of apartments from his father when his father died. That's all he is. He never did anything on his own. He just carried on the Trump estate from his father. That's all he did. If, if anybody wouldn't want to believe that, just do the research on it. He's not very bright. You know, he follows Roy Cohn, who's that gay, homosexual, weirdo New Yorker who was also a Republican who spoke in staccato sentences, and he talks like Roy Cohn does and, and basically emulates his behavior. You guys can go look it up. So do you want to be the most gay-friendly administration in the history of the White House when he was president? You guys forget about that, all you Christians who want to support him? And on and on and on and on and on. It never ends. So we've got to realize, you know, we've got a lot of people out there now that are being pushed and pushed and pushed towards these vaccines. I had a friend of mine. You guys remember him. He's a pastor that I know. He was on a chemotherapy drug last year, a year and a half ago, and almost killed him. And then he took the COVID shot, and then I went and told him, please don't do that again. Well, he's had two more boosters. And, you know, he's had three shots after I asked him not to do it. And, and now he basically has in the hospital, basically, you know, with his, one of his lungs completely filled with fluid. And people say, why in the world does that happen? Well, it's, it's, it's spike proteins. You know, there's an article I'm posting on the Health Masters website. It says, why does COVID-19 cause excess fluid in the lungs? It's because of the spike protein. So you can say it this way. Why does COVID-19 and the COVID-19 kill shot cause excess fluid in the lungs? And, you know, experts are now offering a new hypothesis of the cause of all this extra fluid that builds up in the lungs. It says that basically these spike proteins enter the lining of the lung via an enzyme called the ACE2 receptor, which is present on the outer surface of the lung cells. 
the related coronavirus that was responsible for the SARS outbreak in the early 2000s also needs the ACE receptor to enter the cells of the lungs. So it says basically it shows they get in here via this ACE receptor and they start causing inflammation and they start basically filling the lungs with fluid. Now, whether this is true, I don't know. I don't know the exact basis of how a bioweapon is supposed to work. But, you know, we know that the doggone kill shot is the bioweapon. It's basically being put here to destroy as many people as much as they possibly can as quickly as they possibly can. And so when you guys call me up and you ask me to pray for you, which I'm really happy to do, I've had multiple people text me and email me and call me this weekend to ask me to pray for them. You know I always do that, and I do it immediately. As soon as I get the text, and I, when I, as soon as I see it or as soon as you call me, I, I pray. I instantaneously stop everything that I'm doing, and I pray right there on the spot. Now, the reason I do that because I know if you didn't need prayer, you wouldn't have called me. And number two, I don't want it to slip my mind and not remember, so I do it immediately. I don't care if I'm in a restaurant. I don't care if I'm in an elevator. I don't care where it is. I'm going to pray immediately, and I'm going to pray out loud. Well, that sounds crazy, Ted. Well, we're past the point of crazy here, okay? It's like my buddy the surgeon said. You know, the whole country's gone to, you know, in a year. Yeah, that's about right. So what are we going to do? I mean, what are we going to do? Are we going to stand the ground? You know, why in the world does it feel like everybody who's a left us, who's left us? I mean, honestly, really. You know, you guys are always telling me I'm so glad I got the show. I'm glad I got you guys too. You guys are my family. You're saying because I try to talk to my friends, and they don't want to believe anything I say. They don't believe any of it. In fact, they've stopped associating with me. Remember what Paul said from Second Timothy? It says, you know that everyone in the providence of Asia has deserted me. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me may not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And he goes on to say in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, For I'm already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight, and I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. And I said, now there's a store for me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all those who have longed for his appearing. And we got to understand, guys, this battle isn't going to go away. That's why he tells us, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a power of love and power or self-discipline. So don't be ashamed to testify about our Lord or ashamed of me and his prisoner. But join with me in the suffering for the gospel. He goes on to say, the grace was given to us in Jesus Christ before the beginning of time. Remember, God is omnipresent, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and brought a new life and immortality. We've got to understand that we have to basically stand the course. Remember also in 2 Timothy 3, 1-5, it says, people will be lovers of themselves. And by the way, this really reminds me of a lot of these megalomaniac you know, Christian preachers, just to be honest with you, from the mega churches. In fact, I will basically say this. About 90% of them are going to cover these categories right now that I'm going to read, not including everybody in politics pretty much, except for somebody like Ron Paul. There's so many people out there that all they care about is the money and the power and the greed. So he says this will happen in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. 
That reminds me. That's why it says having a form of godliness but denying its power. That reminds me so much of the Christian church today and how bad they are. Because, guys, you know, we've read this so many times. You know, we've got to stand our ground. Like it says in Ephesians, we have to put on the full armor of God. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. It says that. Stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. We've got to do that. We have to stand our ground. So, yes, I've got to deal with it, too. I've got to deal with people that I've helped repeatedly, you know, who basically continue to take the shot. And I asked the young, well, she's not young, she's almost 90 years old, the lady this morning, the wife of the man who's down in the hospital with his lungs filled with fluid who's almost 90 years old. I said to her, I said, why did you guys do this? Do you not remember me telling you not to take another shot? Yes, we remember. Why did you do it? And I was really being nice to her. I wasn't raising my voice. I was just asking her, I said, well, well why did you do it? She goes, I don't know. They just really pressured us when we went in for the medical appointment. Isn't that what pharmacia has always done? Pharmacia talks about it in the Bible, how those who practice pharmacia cannot go to heaven. These people that are pushing the drugs on everybody to try to kill them, to try to enslave them, to try to entrap them. Talks about that repeatedly through the Bible in the book of Revelation. So here we are. We're dealing with a group of people that practice pharmacia who want to enslave us and trap us and drug induced stupor or in drug induced disease or sickness to try to cull the population of the planet so they can continue to bring in their new world order and their communist mantras or their satanic new world Kabbalist mantras. You should put it the correct way, or I should, and I just did. And that's what we have going on right now in the United States. You know, we have Donald Trump still running his big mouth, still doing everything he wants to do, no matter what people ask him not to do or to do. And he's still talking about all of this stuff, and, and, it's, and it's sad because, because there's no reason. Paul Craig Roberts wrote a really good article here, and he's really concerned about what's going to happen in Florida as far as the next gubernatorial election because of the reelecting Deron DeSantis. And he said, he goes, this is, I'm, going to, I'm going to read this from his article. Washington simultaneously demonizes Russia, China, Iran, and its own white majority population while the Democrats – enforce COVID tyranny. Florida has a large Cuban population, but also has a large Jewish population, people who made their money and retired in a sunny land without freezing temperatures. Most of the Jews understand the benefits of Florida's openness under Governor DeSantis, but Jews tend to be mutually supportive. They support one another more than than do Gentiles, sometimes with their worst judgment. For the next election of Governor DeSantis, Democratic opponent is likely to be a Jew. Nikki Freed, she, by the way, is absolutely horrible. She's the, 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 one of our commissioners through agriculture. Freed regards DeSantis as an authoritarian dictator who is borderline fascist. I kid you not. Currently, she's Florida's commissioner of agriculture and the unmarried partner of Jake Brigman, a Jew who is a marijuana entrepreneur in Florida, which raises an unaddressed problem of a conflict of interest of Bergman's business often results in dealings with Freed's office, probably why they're not married. No stake would be raised about this because it would be anti-Semitic and therefore hate speech, if not a hate crime. Indeed, anything critical of anything Jewish has been labeled a hate crime. Any serious issue that is raised is met with shut up, you Nazi. 
It is wonderful to be protected against all criticisms, legitimate ones as well as false ones, but DeSantis doesn't have the same protection. Neither does Florida's freedom as a state without coercive COVID mandates. By the way, we really are free down here. A charge in administration could bring Floridians' life under the same Gestapo boot that New Yorkers exist if this freed comes comes in office. All the people who come to Florida to search as a refuge for the COVID totalitarianism of the democratic states, including the Jewish refugees from New York, need to understand that their refuge is shaky because the medical establishment serves big pharma, not public health, the U.S. media that has positioned itself on a limb of lies in the support of official narratives and the Democrats who prefer their authoritarianism to democracy, this is communism, and the accountable government and the tendency of Jews to vote Jewish over Gentile place the freedom of independence of Florida in jeopardy. If Nikki Freed wins, the Florida successful model will be deep sixth. Now, normally I would not come in and read something that was so anti-Jewish like that. But I'm, I'm, I read it this time today because Paul Craig Rob wrote, wrote it, and I'm quoting it directly. The reason he's saying this is Broward County, County and Miami have a huge population of Jewish citizens of the state of Florida who could vote in our elections. I mean, it's in the millions. And he knows that. And he's trying to warn people that if you're Jewish, don't do this. I'll also say to the Cubans and to the Hispanics that are coming into this country illegally and legally, both, and any other country that anyone's come from, if you've escaped a hellhole of a country, I mean a hellhole, I mean a place that is absolutely awful, that's loaded with communists and weirdos and totally corrupt governments, why would you vote to bring that same corrupt institution back into the state that you're living in? Hmm? I'm asking you that question. Why would you do that? Why would you make your country the hellhole that you came from? And I see it happening everywhere. All over the country, I see people that are coming in from other countries who continue to vote to try to destroy the very fabric of society from, that was basically destroyed in their own countries back again here in the United States. Listen to me, friends. Somebody's got to pull the card. The economic world engine is being shut down. Japan has been damaged. Germany has been damaged. The United States has been damaged. China has been damaged. The major economic world engine powers have been locked up, locked down, shut down with supply lines. They're doing everything they can now to basically destroy the population, destroy the productivity, destroy the manufacture and the distribution of goods throughout the entire world to bring in a new world order under Klaus Schwab and the International Monetary Funds. This is the group of people that run the planet. These people are Kabbalist, Luciferian, dictators, Satanists is what they are. And we've got to stand our ground against these weirdos. And one thing we have to do is because we can't put in a nutbag like Nikki Freed. Can't put her in. We've got to keep DeSantis as state governor. Quite frankly, do I even want him to run for president in 2022? No, I don't. I'd rather have, you know, or 2024. I'd rather have, I would rather have him be governor of the state of Florida. I really would. And then he can run after Donald Trump is so old and senile from all the diet sodas that he drinks that he's no longer functional. And so you have to deal with this constant rhetoric and verbal abuse from Trump. But guys, listen to me. It's time to wake up and realize Donald Trump ain't your friend. Nikki Freed ain't your friend. Joe Biden ain't anybody's friend. He wants to sit around and pay, play with tiddlywinks and Play-Doh and a puppy in a corner because he's so senile. We've got a group of people that are these international bankers, as Otto Kahn told us over 100 years ago, that are running the planet and giving us both sides of the narrative to Hegelian dialectic to force us into a directed goal of what they want, which is a new world satanic, new world order. We've got to stop this. 
and we've got to stand. I had a man this weekend. He asked me, very successful business owner, big insurance guy. He asked me on Friday, Thursday evening. He said, what's going to happen to the United States? And this man's a Christian. And I said, we don't have a snowball's chance to make it without Jesus. That's it. Remember, the first great reset was the flood. The second great reset was the birth of Jesus Christ. Changed everything. They want to have another great reset to bring in the new world order, which is their old world order, to undo the second reset of the birth of Jesus. That's the goal here. Never forget that. They want their Antichrist as Christians continue to donate to the temple fund, the third temple fund, to allow them to rebuild the third temple to bring the Antichrist back. I mean, come on, Christians, wake up. Get away from that Schofield Bible commentary. What a mess. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Oh, you're absolutely right. And I mean, and this is why there's things that you have to constantly do and you have to constantly basically push back. This is why I've been so diametrically opposed to the mask. I've told you guys that repeatedly. The masks are designed to do one thing and one main thing only, to remind everybody to be scared. I told that everybody at the very beginning, nobody figured it out at first. Nobody can understand. What are you talking about? I said the masks are there to remind you to constantly be in fear of a virus that you can't see. I said once everybody takes a mask off, there's not really much of an issue anymore. Try to stay healthy. Do the best you can. I was reading an article. This is funny. It's an elementary school. This part went funny, but I'm glad the parents pushed back. This elementary school, I forgot what uh, state it was in. They came in with a new mandate for all the kids starting back at school. And at all periods of time, even when they basically are in the cafeteria, they have to take a bite of food, pull their mask down, take a bite of food, and put their mask back up and chew. They're not allowed to pull their mask down and leave it down at all. They're not allowed to speak to one another at all. And a lot of the parents came unglued. They said, what are you doing? What is this, a joke? So one of the dads went in and he told his son, son, I will give you a $2 bonus for every single time you are sent to the principal's office for not ever wearing a mask, period, and not complying with anything. And apparently a bunch of other parents did it. Well, the principal got inundated with kids that were refusing to wear masks. So within two days, they pulled the entire policy back off again. That's the kind of stuff we have to do. I told you guys on Friday what we saw happen with the Supreme Court ruling, where they basically struck down this OSHA mandate, but they upheld the the uh, medical one as far as for healthcare workers. This is what they continually do. They take four steps forward, get in your face, and they take one step back, and then they ask you why you're getting so upset. And they push forward again, and they take one step back. This is how they've done it for years. This is why I've said there cannot be any more compliance. This is why I've said repeatedly over the gun laws. There cannot be any compliance and no more laws that anybody complies with. When the government comes in and starts arbitrarily rewriting law, hits the ATF, and saying, well, guess what? This stock now is uh, its a machine gun because we said it's a machine gun. Um, just arbitrarily changed our mind and rewrote 1934 law, retroactive made it illegal now to have a bump fire stock. That's what I said. I'm not a big fan of bump fire stocks. But I can tell you right now, if I had a bump fire stock, I wouldn't comply with any of that. I'm not telling you what to do with your life, but I'm saying right now, you cannot allow compliance to go any further when you're dealing with a completely and totally out-of-control individual. This is what we've seen now with a lot of these absolute power-hungry lunatics like this stewardess that was on the plane. It doesn't have to make sense. You just have to do it. Really? I've already told everybody repeatedly. 
everybody needs to stop flying for a month. Or everybody needs to book a flight together and all collude and not wear a mask at all on the entire flight. Or just simply don't fly anywhere. Don't drive. If everybody, at least 70 to 80% of everybody, stopped flying for one month, you would absolutely have the airline market collapse on itself. Because nobody would be buying tickets. They'd have zero revenue coming in. The problem with it is people still comply because they want to get to where they're going and put on the mask and be a good little peasant and don't want to have any conflict, and that's what they do. And now there's a lot of ways around it, drinking a bottle of water and bringing food with you and snacks and stuff like that. But now a lot of these out-of-control stewardess are even picking up on that, and they're trying to do everything they can to demand that people follow what they tell them to do. At the same time, this whole thing's about public safety, right? Well, then now you look at Los Angeles. I saw a photo of this yesterday. Doggone railroad car derailed because there's so much trash in the Los Angeles rail yard. I mean, I'm, I've seen photos of it. I'm talking piles of trash everywhere, and it's packages that they're looting now. The homeless groups are going in, and when the trains stop, they're breaking over and open the cargo containers, and they're stealing everything. And the stuff they want, they open up the packages, they keep it. The stuff that comes in that they don't want, they just dump it on the ground and leave it. And literally, Amazon packages, FedEx packages, UPS packages, I mean, as far as you can see, I mean, piles, piles piled up in the air, feet in the air some areas. This is what happens in a lawless society. The only way you can make a republic work, and Dad said this repeatedly, is you have to have it based around Christ, and you have to have morals and rules that people follow on their own. You can't legislate morality. When you start going in now and you start saying, it doesn't matter what you steal, it doesn't matter what you rob, it doesn't matter what you do at all, you can just do whatever you want. And now you've got this group in L.A. that's just taking over the entire city. There's a video they somebody sent me the other day. They're building this giant, like, trash city underneath a overpass or, like, a, on a um, drainage pass. And they're, like, out, they're out there hacking power off the power lights with electric tools, working until 3, 4, 5 in the morning, building these, like, shanties underneath stuff over there. And it's, again, it's because they've encouraged that behavior and the drugs and the migrants and everybody they continue to bring in in these tent cities now. And this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it so chaotic in these areas that there's nothing left. And you want to see stuff get wild, wait till people can't get food and they can't basically get supplies. We're already seeing this now again. This is why I've encouraged people repeatedly. Make sure you have any backup supplies that you need, whether it be the cinnamon extract to maintain your blood sugar or whether you're dealing with the HGH stimulate to help out with your blood pressure. Whatever it is, make sure you at least have an extra can or two on hand. I've repeatedly told everybody this. We've been dealing with a lot of supply line delays. Now, we've gotten really, really efficient, and my my, – Shipping manager is doing a really good job. We're all working on it on a regular basis to keep inventory in stock, to make sure everything's coming in, to make sure everything's going out as fast as we can get it. But there's only so much we can do at a certain point. And now you're seeing China now, whatever's going on over there, I don't know what in the world's happening over that country right now. They're in full-blown lockdown mode again. Whole ports cut shut down again. Now there's videos of people basically – in these metal containers all over the place now. I mean, anybody, if you test positive or you're around anybody on your contact tracing app, they immediately basically haul you off in a detainment center. This this is the new normal that they want everybody to be okay with, and it's not, and we can't think it's normal. We can't allow ourselves to keep going down this path of saying, well, I'm just going to get another shot because they said to. I'm just going to wear the mask because they said to. 
the whole reason we're in this right now is because everybody started doing what they were told to do. This wasn't about health. It wasn't about safety, and it was sure as heck about keeping you safe and protected. <laughs> this has been, from the very beginning, the overall goal. I mean, we've seen now the releasing stuff from the Project Veritas, from DARPA. DARPA blatantly saying, we don't want to be involved in this gain-of-function research. We're not going to get involved in it. 2018, they sent it over to the Wuhan lab to you know, brew up this virus. But the thing about it is now, though, and I've noticed this, is a lot of the people that are continuing – to stay on top of their supplements and running the C and the D and the zinc, they're staying overall pretty healthy most of the time. Some people are getting, you know, a head cold or a cough or, you know, basically a sore throat, but that's nothing abnormal. That's something people get all the time. They get exposed to stuff. And what's interesting is it appears this entire new batch or variant or whatever you want to call this alleged charade that we're watching right now, it's not as effective as they need it to be. The thing that seems to be happening is people are getting sick from the shot. That's what's really starting to occur now. We're not looking at a pandemic of COVID. We're looking at a pandemic of vaccines that's injecting everybody. They're not even vaccines. That's why I've encouraged everybody, please do your research Please know what you're putting in your body. If you decide that's what you want to do and it's your choice, even you know the risk and there's virtually no reward, that's your choice. But it's also your choice if you don't want to go get the shot. If you don't want to put injected you know, experimental RNA gene therapy into your body that has no long-term testing. I saw a, a meme the other day somebody put up. It was actually quite funny. And they said if the manufacturers allegedly didn't even know that this shot was going to wane off so fast, and they're saying within two to three months, basically, it's useless. It doesn't do anything at all. Then how in the world could they possibly know if this shot's going to have any severe long-term side effects? And the answer is they know both. They know they know both answers to that. They knew it wasn't going to do anything because it wasn't designed to do anything as far as for protection. It was designed to do one thing and one thing only, make people unbelievably sick. This is why RNA gene therapy was never approved by the FDA when it was basically submitted, even 10 years ago. The FDA said absolutely not. RNA gene therapy is not something we can even allow to go into human test subjects. We will not approve experimentation on this. It's too novel. We don't know what it's going to do. Fast forward 10 years later, oh, by the way, there's an upper respiratory virus. Everybody's going to inject it with experimental RNA. Totally cool now. We'll do two months of testing. We'll make sure everybody knows it's safe at that point. This is the experiment, guys. This is the research study, injecting everybody and seeing what's going to happen and how sick they can get everybody. So, again, it's our responsibility to keep our family and ourselves healthy as possible, and it starts with staying prepped and having stuff on hand. That's why I said earlier. If you guys need food buckets, we've got another batch of food buckets in. we got basically more purple sticks that are in route right now that are going to be coming in here soon. We're doing the best we can to keep the supply line chain going with our company, but everybody has to do the best they can in order to maintain their level of products or food or water, whatever you need, because I'm telling you, it's starting to get really weird. And once you start seeing the food run out of grocery stores, that's when you're going to start seeing a lot of these big cities turn into – I mean, think about it. Last summer, 2020, there were people burning down cities over, you know, BLM and Antifa, you know, terrorist marches. Nobody had a hungry belly. People were getting paid to go run around and protest and tear down buildings. That's what they were doing just in normal times. You want to see how fast things go, like, sideways in society when people can't eat, they can't feed their kids, they got hungry bellies for three, four, five days? Oh, yeah. People get real desperate real fast. That's why it's always, always, always important. I've told everybody this. 
have defensive plans in measure to protect your family and your home and know how to handle yourself from a physical standpoint and from a defensive firearm standpoint, in my opinion. There's no excuse. A grown, strong male does not know how to defend his family or does not have the means, tools, or weaponry to defend his family. It's an excuse that is not acceptable to me. So I encourage everybody, continue to stay prepped, train, exercise, eat clean, and continue to take your supplements, and we'll keep pushing through this and standing up and telling everybody the truth about what's really going on, Dan. What do you think? Uh, you're, you're right. Everything he says correct. I, you know, I, you know, this week, past week, I took Sharon quail hunting. She wanted to do that for her 65th birthday. And I said, okay. And we took her up to a you know, plantation up in South Georgia and we went quail hunting, had a great time and we really honed our skills. I mean, you know, I shot probably, you know, 80 rounds, you know, through a shotgun and, you know, shooting quail and we ended up with a bunch of quail and we'll eat all the quail. We had them all cleaned. And, you know, it's just, you've got to maintain proper skills using weapons. You have to. You can't just pretend like you're going to know how to use it if the time comes. You've got to have training with this stuff, guys. And, you know, it's so funny. I, I, and it was not, this isn't funny, but it's ironic. I asked the guy who was our hunt guide. I said, well, do you have different levels of skill come out? He goes, oh yeah, some people are complete nightmares. We don't want to work with them. He goes, we had two dogs shot again this year. And I'm like, dogs got shot? He goes, yeah, because they won't pay any attention to what they're doing or where they, they have no muzzle control. They see a covey of quail come out of the ground. The dogs are pointing and they shoot the covey and shoot the dog. These dogs, you know, we, we bill them for $5,000 if they kill a dog. Because these dogs are unbelievably difficult and it takes years to train them. And so we can't, we tell them we're going to bill them and they end up paying the bill. But the problem is, is it's not, you know, it's because they don't pay attention to where the gun's being pointed. And guys, it's so important to understand that you can't muzzle sweep people. You've got to be trained with a weapon. You've got to know how to handle a weapon. You gotta know how to focus it with a weapon. And when you quail hunt and things like that and you have, you know, coveys of birds flying at you, you know, it gives you like an adrenaline rush to start with, but you realize very quickly you gotta stay calm if you wanna hit anything. So do stuff to be out there, even if you're doing target practice or whatever, just stay current. Now, if you wanna dry fire your targets or get a laser target siving system that you can shoot and dry fire and not go through your ammo, that's okay too, but just do something. And make sure you maintain that safety on that weapon all the time and know where the safeties are located, that you know how to use the gun. I used a different gun. I used a, they had a really nice over and under. I don't have it under, over and under. Uh, you know, so I went ahead and rented one, but I took it out to the skeet range to start with, the clay range, and I decided to go ahead and shoot it, you know, you know, 10 or 12 times to make sure I knew where all the, you know, where all the, how the trigger pulls were, you know, how the, how the, how the, how it functioned, how it broke, and you know, and where the safety was. You got to know how to use your weapons. Don't show up to a shoot on a gun that you've never used. It just doesn't work real well. Also, I want to talk about for a second, and this is gonna be, I'll make this is gonna be a little bit funny because it's, just, but it's true. Also, is talking about this gay stewardess who basically is forcing a mask mandate and pushing, 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 saying, I don't care if it makes any sense or not. These are the rules that you have to comply. I'm gonna sit here and force it. Now, I'm going to say some things that might be offensive to some of you, so please try not to get offended by this, but I'm not going to be politically correct in this because I don't care. A lot of times when women have their monthly cycles or when women go through menopause, they're a little bit irritable. 
Okay. Sometimes you get real irritable. Sometimes they're intolerably irritable, right? And, uh, you know, a lot of women don't do that. A lot of women have no problems with any of that. They have, they have, they never have a problem when they have their monthly cycles. They never have a problem when they go through menopause. They never have a problem with anything because they can handle the hormone, hormonal changes. A woman's endocrine system is extremely complex. You got follicle stimulating hormone. You got progesterone. You got estrogen. And this list just keeps going, especially if you get pregnant. And what ends up happening, a lot of these, Gay guys take female hormones. Just thought I'd mention that just in case you guys are wondering, you know, why they act like they do sometimes. And, of course, some of them don't. Some of them just act like that because they're, I guess, weird or gay or whatever. I had a friend of mine who's no longer a friend. I no longer associate with him. And he's a super obese pastor. He weighed about 400 pounds. I'm not making this up. Can't joke about it. And he ended up going on female hormones as a male pastor to lose weight. And he did. He ended up losing about 200 pounds. And the problem is, is that when he's on a hormone cycle, he acts like a, let's just say, biatch. Let's say that. I'll just say, I'll call it that. I, and the guy becomes so untenable to maintain a friendship with him. Every time he goes on another female hormone cycle, he acts like a whack bag. So listen to me. It's really, really important that we realize that when you start doing hormones and hormone cycles, I've got a friend of mine started on hormones when he's in his 50s. They don't tell you that testosterone can increase the risks of cancer, multiple different types of cancer. And he got him and his wife to do it. Now Pfizer's got this big lawsuit going on again, people taking their testosterone, causing cancer and other problems associated with it. Be careful when you start doing hormonal replacement therapy. You know, you don't want to act like the stewardess. You don't want to act like that woman on menopause who can't control herself. You don't want to act like that. Try to be stable in everything you do because you've got to be stable right now, especially with the news cycles the way they are because they're so messed up. There's so many crazy things going on. There's a reason I don't talk about Ukraine. There's a reason I don't talk about Russia. There's a reason I don't talk about World War III with China and Russia attacking the United States. Here's the reason. Because I don't think it's going to happen. They've been saying this is going to happen now for the past 20 or 30 years. And a lot of these fear porn people, that's all they want to post on their websites. They put all this crazy stuff up that can't be verified, that never, ever happens because they use it for clickbait. I won't do that with you guys. Personally, I don't think they're ever going to allow the entities that run this planet a full-blown nuclear exchange. Now, could there be a dirty bomb set off by somebody? Yes. Could there be a basically someone say we had a nuke go off and they used a Moab, a mother of all bombs. And they say, oh, that was a nuclear weapon that was discharged. See the plume? Yes, they could do that. Could they pretend like there was a nuclear exchange and there wasn't? Yes. But I don't think the entities that run this country and this planet are going to allow that again. Don't you remember back in the 60s when they had that spacecraft basically come over one of the missile silo systems and shut the whole thing down? Now, you think, well, come on, Ted, that sounds crazy. I'm just telling you what I've read and what I've read about and verified. All kinds of things are happening around us that we're not seeing. They turn this country and this whole planet into a giant Petri dish is what they've done. It's a giant continuing experiment. You know, with how many times can we get lungs to fill with fluid? How many times can we cause a person to have a stroke or a seizure? Now we're having all these people that are having intercranial, intercranial infections after they've gotten COVID or gotten the COVID shots. And Austin's right. We called it out a year ago 
when they started doing the vaccines. We said that they're going to use different things that are happening to cover the causes and the damages being done by the vaccines. Now we have the Omicron. I personally think the Omicron is nothing more than another, quote, variant to be used to say, oh, they have Omicron. No, they don't. They're having vaccine-induced damage, and now they're labeling it as Omicron. That's what I believe. I know my, my friend, my pastor, who's almost 90 years old, who's in the hospital that I'm going to go see this afternoon, he was doing great, but he had to go get his three shots. I'm so frustrated with him right now because I love the guy. He's like a father to me. But, you know, I can see it, but I, I, won't, I want to share that with you guys, you know, because I have the same issues that you have with my family members. I have, this, I have a sister who took the shot. She says she won't take any more because her husband took the shot and took the booster, started having heart problems. We've got to understand that, you know, we're all in this thing together with our relatives. Some relatives listen. Some relatives don't. Some relatives are going to basically, you know, be supportive of what you do and what you believe. Some aren't. But let's change the topic. Guys, this is an article from the Daily Mail, and I sent this to Austin. I thought he'd pull it up. He may not have seen it. And it says, the moment a Florida crack, a cop, grabs another female officer by the throat and shoves her into a patrol car after she tried to pull him off a suspect. This is Sunrise, Florida. This cop, who basically is a nutbag, who's already been called in twice for basically beating people up, he basically uh, had a guy in the back seat handcuffed, and the guy was running his mouth towards him. So he pulls out – the cop pulls out the pepper spray. The guy's handcuffed in the back seat, can't do anything besides run his mouth. The guy's about to spray pepper spray in his eyes. Kids, you not. And the female cop sees it, grabs the guy by the belt, and the cop turns around and grabs her by the throat and pushes her back to another vehicle. Now, here's the irony of this. The cop who grabbed the other cop by the throat has not been charged with assault, has not been charged with, you know, battery on an LEO. <laughs> you can't even make this crap up, okay? If any of us ever grabbed a cop by the throat and pushed him against the car, oh, oh, the flogging that we would get, <laughs> the beating we would get, oh, how long we would be in prison for that. And this cop has not been taken off the force. Now, he's been put on administrative leave. He's about 21 years under the force. These guys need to have some type of psychological screening done. If a guy is sitting in the back seat of the car, handcuffed, he is no threat to anybody, and the guy's about to go spray him in the face with pepper spray. What is wrong with him? Because the guy won't comply? Well, you know, we've, we've been teaching the compliance, haven't we? We also talked earlier about how people are, you know, flying on airplanes, and if everybody just stood against the tyranny and said no to the masks. But they still say yes to the radar scanners, don't they? Remember the radar scanners that are outside of the airport? Austin and I have gone on flights together. I remember a few years ago we went out to Pasadena for the Florida State football game. I think it was 2012-2013. Then Austin got into a big confrontation with TSA because he didn't want to have to wait a different line because my friend and I had gone through the fast pass. And it ended up turning into a giant fiasco, a big brouhaha. Austin about got himself kicked out of the airport, but he didn't because he complied. But the reality is, is Austin and I were the only two that we saw who did not go through the TS scanner, TSA scanner. I'm not going to be x-rayed. They have no right. They, have, they don't have an x-ray technician there. I don't have any rams and jewels of radiation I'm being given. I have no idea. You know, you know so the rads, rads and jewels. And I, I don't know how many are coming out. So here's the problem I've got with all of this stuff, guys, is if we as a country have been completely compliant and trained like lab dogs already in the airports, why did you think that people wouldn't wear a mask on the airplanes? They've been trained to do it now for all these years since 
which was the great trigger that started all this stuff. By the way, uh, one more thing I need to cover on this, and I'll also finish up the show. And I just wanted to let you guys know, you know, how sick this is. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Now, Megan Fox, a lot of people think she's a tranny. I have no idea. You think, you think she's a tranny? I don't know. I don't care. I don't follow Megan Fox, but I had to bring this up for a reason. I want you to see the Kabbalist Luciferian influence in Hollywood. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are engaged and celebrated by drinking each other's blood during an intimate proposal with a $340,000 ring at a wellness spa in Puerto Rico as the actress says they've walked through hell together. What does that mean? Does that mean they've you know, gone to Lucifer's lair? I mean, what the heck does she even mean by that? So, guys, we have a lot of weirdos out there that we're watching on a regular basis that are influencing our children. Don't let them do that. Don't let them do that to you either because it's unbelievably bad that these people are continuing to have that kind of influence on all of us. You know, I went to a good movie yesterday, a really good movie. You know, it, it was a football movie. And basically it was about, you know, I think it was called American Underdog. And it was a really good movie. It only had a couple bad words in the whole movie. It had a great plot. It had great acting. It was really good. It was about Kurt Warner and how he had gone from basically stocking shelves in a grocery store to playing in an arena football league, playing in the NFL and winning a Super Bowl. It was an absolute, you know, Horatio Alger story. It was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Sharon and I walked out of there. We thought, wow. It was a Hollywood movie that's actually decent and good. Good movie. Came out about a month ago. But guys, listen to me. Don't believe the stuff they tell you about medicine and drugs. Do your own research. Whatever they, if they put you on something like Prozac, put down toxic side effects. One of which is suicide. Pretty toxic. You know, you know, where they put you on, on Chantix, one of those is suicide. You know, look, look at what the side effects are. In my book, Breakthrough Health, I listed the top ten drugs never ever to use and the side effects. It went on for pages, <laughs> pages of the book at the end because I'm showing you all the potential side effects of these drugs. And don't be using female hormones to lose weight. Don't be doing stuff like that. It's not healthy. It'll start messing with your head. In fact, that was the problem with that pastor. He started acting like a weirdo every time he got on a female hormone cycle. Imagine that. And I couldn't deal with it anymore, guys. It's so important that we realize that we got to keep our hearts and minds focused on Jesus every day, every moment of our life. Continually remember to pray all of the time. Continue to lift everybody up. Please pray for the protection of me and Austin and our families. That's so important. We pray for you guys every single day. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And, you know, the the level of (laughs) – just delusion that we're starting to see now is becoming very entrenched. It's very clear now that there's going to be a section of the population that they will never come back from this. They are going to be the consistent mask wearers, the ones that run around and tell everybody they have to get their 26 booster shot and so forth and so forth. That's what's going to happen with these clowns. Make that even clearer. I saw a poll the other day, Ramison poll, and it showed on there that 59% of the Democrat voters on the poll favored government policy requiring that citizens remain confined to their homes at all times except for emergencies if they refuse to get the COVID injection. I kid you not, 59% of them said they were totally okay with that. 
that's pretty nasty numbers, guys, considering the fact that you're talking about almost two-thirds of the people polled are willing to allow the government to come in and start detaining people for not getting a shot. The problem that none of these morons can figure out, apparently, is that what happens when they come for you? It's always easy when it's somebody else. I always say it all the time. So, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't affect me, I'm not worried about it. That's the problem with a lot of people's mantra. Well, it doesn't really affect me, so I'm not, I'm not that worried about it. It doesn't really affect me. Well, it will. I promise you. And now as you're seeing this continually go further, now there's, there's doctors now or scientists that are coming out and they're saying, well, we need to basically just have a continual mask mandate all the time because it will lower the cases of the common cold and the flu. What? So, so that's where we're going with this now? Everybody's just going to run around in masks? Remember, the masks are all about symbolism from the occult. I said this repeatedly. It's all about showing your submission that you're being muzzled, that you're not speaking, you're not talking, you're not showing your facial expression, you don't have your identity. You lose that. That's why it's, it's so obnoxious to talk to people when they're wearing them. You know, eyes poking over the top, you don't know if they're smiling, you don't know if they're laughing, you don't know what they're doing. You can barely understand them. And, but yet... People continue to go along with it. But when I saw that poll, I was like, wow. I said, that is really telling as far as showing how much people are willing to comply and how bad they are as far as pushing this narrative. Because remember, what will start happening next, you'll start to have the snitches that are coming forward. These, some, some people just love to be snitches. It's just, it is what it is. And what they're going to start doing is you're going to start – and they've already tried to do this in the workplace with OSHA. Now that it's been turned down, that OSHA requirement is no longer there. As I said on Friday, there's still a lot of businesses that are doing it. They're, Nike fired a bunch of people. Mayo Clinic just fired another like 700 nurses and doctors because they wouldn't get the shot. That's why I've continually told everybody, if you need to get one, make sure you get a religious exemption and file it. I've explained repeatedly on how to do that. I've helped numerous people do it. It's very simple, very easy, very effective, and it's one of the best ways you can push back and not comply because they cannot deny you a religious exemption. And the thing about this is I'm still shocked on how few people have actually done it, and then they're complaining about they're getting fired, and they don't know what to do now. I'm like, guys, I've tried to encourage everybody. The more people start doing that religious exemption, the more pushback they get, and the more it encourages other people to do the same thing. That's why it is so crucial in order to maintain what we have and push back, because if we don't fight for it, like I said earlier, there would be nothing left. I mean, I'm still very curious to see what's going to start happening with this whole 5G platform now. Now Verizon's turned that whole thing on. I'm not sure what's going to start happening as far as with the uh, the health and the effects. Because remember, 5G is a weapons platform system. 5G technology was originally used as what is called an active denial platform. It pushes individuals away without actually firing a shot. It uses frequency and energy. It's very, very interesting technology. Never thought they were going to use it for Internet, but that was the whole kick that everybody didn't seem to get. That's why I fought so hard to try to get the 5G you know, prevented in some of our areas years ago. And once the FCC came in and they voted unanimously that nobody in any municipality or community can prevent 5G from coming in and that if there's any type of power outlet or power outage, the first thing behind electricity that has to be rebuilt and brought up immediately is the 5G platforms. Now, why is that? Is the FCC really concerned about making sure everybody has lightning speed Internet? No, not at all. They couldn't give a rat's butt about that. They want to make sure they can keep these platforms on with whatever they're planning on doing them. And 
Again, a lot of people have asked me this question. I've told people repeatedly. We've had numerous reports now from scientists that this injection has graphene oxide in it. Graphene oxide is one of the key components in lithium-ion batteries. It's metallic. It has no purpose being in the human body. It's actually never been approved for anything to be used on the human body because it's so toxic. Yet, we've heard reports. I haven't personally seen a vial with graphene oxide, but I've heard the reports under the microphone, under the microscope, that stuff has graphene oxide in it. What's going to happen two, three, four, five shots into this thing, and you start having the 5G network? It's going to turn you into a battery. That's why last week I went into detail in the metaverse of what they're trying to do and why they're being so restrictive to college students and children. They're trying to push them into this metaverse so that you will not, you'll no longer be essentially human. You'll be transhuman floating around in this world that basically is this cyber digital world you can live in. They don't want anybody communicating anymore directly. That's why they prevent everybody from doing stuff, and people actually listen, as sad as it is. So thank you again, my friends, for getting the truth out there and standing up for righteousness, for standing up for freedom. It's so crucial right now. Be sure, again, as I said earlier, the vitamin C antioxidant capsules, it's on sale right now. We got it back in right now. The B-Complex is on sale right now for the New Year's Supercell. We also have the Superfood Complete on sale on the front page right now as product of the week. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win uh, Wednesday. It looks like the CoQ10 and the Magnesium and Malate are pulling pretty strong right now as far as with votes. So, again, thank you for the support. Stay prepped. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>